Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Okay, idiots, are you ready? Are you reading my mind right now? Yeah. Mm, mm, it's lit. Mm, check it out. Uh, uh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Event Lab, episode 122. Rebecca, I don't know about you, but I am feeling 122. Eh? Are you singing the Taylor Swift song? Eh? Eh? Yeah. Speaking of Taylor Swift, did you hear her new album that got released? No. Her sister album was released. Uh, I didn't know she has a sister. No, it's her sister album. It was released like Thursday night or something. Now I don't even remember. It was released so, late last week. Did she release it or did... She she released it, but it's about her sister or her sister no, released it, has, it. It's a sister album to her last album that she released. Oh, I didn't know they were related. <sighs> anyway, I didn't love it. No, no, not as well. I didn't love her last album, like her. I did really like her last one, but folklore. I kind of miss like the fun Taylor Swift. This is yeah. like very coffee shop laid back, which is fine. Which is the old There's Taylor Swift. There's a place Swift. for that. No. Yeah. It's always been a fun Taylor Swift. Yeah, but now she's more like uh, indie, mm-hmm. which is a little bit like country. Well, it's closer to country than pop, which is what she previously. Okay, that is true. She's just making her rounds. True. When's the rap album dropping, Taylor? Come <laughs> no, on. No, she did that. She did that like a couple albums ago. She tried some rap in there. Did she? Yeah, it was not that successful. I don't remember that. What was that, Bad Blood or something? Yeah. Wait, was it really? It may, may have been something like that. Oh. I don't know. Anyway, I probably won't listen to her new album. Uh, okay, I probably will. It'll just take me a year or two. There is two different versions, just so you know. Oh, good. So I don't have to listen to all the bad words. Yeah, you can listen to the edited one. Be honest, Rebecca. I listened to the edited one. Uh-huh. I know you. That's because I have Rhapsody and it gives me the option. Okay. I don't listen to it like on YouTube or anything. You don't listen to the explicit version? It's just weird that Taylor Swift has an explicit version. You know, what's she's the point? All, she's all grown up now and she wants people to know it yeah. by saying curse words. It just makes no sense. It doesn't make you cool, okay? That's why I stopped cussing. Like, I started to ask myself, like, why are you doing this? And when I answered myself, I was like... Because I think it makes me look cool. And I was like, well, that's a stupid reason. Was this this week? I didn't know you stopped oh cussing. Oh, my gosh. When, when no, was this? When this did you... was in high school. Oh. I haven't. I, I think I cussed on accident once. And it was on the radio. Oof. And it was because I was trying to say beach. And I said another word. It only happened once. What word. I'm not gonna say stop. I'm just trying to figure out like what word sounds anyway, like. Anyway, I have absolutely no temptation to cuss. Like it doesn't. I don't even care. Cool. Congrats. I messed up on a news read today. I didn't mess up. Well, okay, kind of. So I'm recording the news and I I go to say like what the temperatures are outside. Mm -hmm. And Elvis scratched at my door, so I stopped and then I re-recorded the temps. But I forgot to cut that part out where I was saying the temps and he scratched on the door. So that was included in my news break. Oh. And I realized afterwards that I forgot to go in and edit that out. And so I had to call Six Foot Sam Stevie. And I was like, hey, did you catch it? Did you catch my mistake? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I thought the computer skipped or something. And he's like, but it, it's cool. And he's like, at least you didn't cuss. Which is such a good thing in radio for how often I forget to like cut out <laughs> like moments like that where I go to re record something where somebody else normally would have said a bad word. Could you imagine how many times that would have gone over the years? Yeah. Well, probably once because then I would have gotten fired after that. But true. Well, maybe twice. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe. You know, right now might be a good time to test that because they're like <laughs> changing managers and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, I have some exciting news. You do. Today was my first day uh -huh. at a new job. <gasps> you mean like your first day back at an old job? No, that was uh, last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah, no, I'm back at Amazon too. But I got a, another job, a third job. Technically a fourth because I, I still technically work for the coffee shop in Baldwin. Okay. But I don't really work there. I'm just employed there. Uh-huh. Because they're like, ah, we're not going to fire you. Just we're not going to give you any more work. Uh-huh. Which makes sense. So technically I have four jobs now. But anyway, yeah. So that was fun. Had a meeting, mainly HR stuff this morning, which was fun. Um, minus the fact that I woke up, Rebecca, with the worst. You know, hold on, hold on. I have a, you know, I have a bed for this. The worst poop cramps uh-huh. I have had in a while. First day of a new job, and you wake up with terrible poop cramps. I, I'm, I'm telling you. I felt it in my gut. I felt it in my ribs. I was in the shower and I sounded like an old man because my back hurt oh my so gosh. bad. No, this this sounds like something worse, Nathan. It felt like my kid like, all around there. I think I don't think that was poop cramps. Like I'm seriously concerned about your kidneys right now from the symptoms you're explaining. My back hurts so bad. How this are morning. you feeling right now? I feel fine. My back feels better. I mean, it feels like I could maybe crack it or something. But if you jump like and that. land on your heels, how does that feel? Can Should I test that right Yeah, now? jump in the air, but land on your heels. How high do I have to jump? Just hop. Did it hurt? No. Well, like on my back? Yeah. Yeah, but like my upper back, because... Rebecca, I have scoliosis. Everything hurts my back. Okay. You would have been in excruciating pain if it was like appendicitis or something oh. like that. But I am concerned about your kidneys. Well, anyway, I made it through. I suffered through it all. Did I, I didn't Without go getting too personal. I didn't go poop until I was here. At my house. At your house. Which you usually do. Yeah. So I did make it. My meeting was at 10 and I didn't get here until like what? One? I don't know. I was twelve thirty. I don't know. Anyway, I made it. I made it quite a while without pooping. So I don't know if it was poop camp, poop cramps. But regardless, I was in pain. And uh, but I'm proud of you for pushing through. I mean, not <laughs> for 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 holding it and making it holding to on. your new job on time. I contemplated texting. My new boss and being like, "Hey, I can't, I can't do this. Like, oh I am gosh. in pain." But I didn't know how. How do you text a new boss that uh, you're having you poop don't. cramps? Nope. You know, you just you work through it. You just you show up, and if something happens while you're there, it's it's easier to walk away and say, "I need to excuse myself. I'm not feeling well or something," than to just be like, "Man, I'm having some poop cramps, so I don't know that I'm going to make it today." No, you just got to get there. You just got to get there. Especially the first day, even the first week. I think the first six months of working at KMBZ, I, I didn't care how sick I was. This was not during COVID times. I didn't care how sick I was. Like I was not missing work for anything because I felt I felt like I had to prove myself. Like I didn't take vacation. I don't think I had vacation, but I didn't take any time off. Yeah. I remember my first day on air, I was super sick, like had a fever, a horrible sore throat, all of that. Yeah, you used to work through a lot. I never understood that. <laughs> You'd be texting me like, oh, I, I feel so bad. Uh-huh. I just want to go home. And I was, I'd every time be like, why don't, why don't you do that? Well, I think You understand people get sick, right? It's like, like looked down upon. I, I think and just... If you knew the people you work with like you do now, uh-huh. I think that you would have felt a lot better with the idea of just going home sick. No, because like I still I still don't call in sick. Like, well, right now I work from home, so that's pretty hard to do. But like unless it was like now with COVID symptoms where everybody had to go home sick. There was very rare instances where I stayed home. I had to be very, very sick. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that way. <laughs> but I'm also a guy, and guys are a bit of like... A little whiny. We're a little, yeah, a little babies whenever it comes to being sick. I am aware of that. Yeah, I and I fully embrace that. I don't mind being a little baby whenever I'm sick. Do I feel like a little baby and like I'm overreacting? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'd rather be comfortable when I'm sick than at work whenever I'm sick. 
here's here's my question. Uh huh. What classifies as being sick? Regard because we because we're just talking about poop cramps. Like, is that okay to be like? Well, I'm not actually sick. I just am cramping real bad. If you're just cramping real bad, I would say you still need to show up to work. If if, if you can't control the poop, like if you can't keep it inside of you, that's Diarrhea. where you stay home. Okay. Yeah. My concern is always that I'm not going to be able to make it home after getting to work. I've been in those situations where I was vomiting so much that I could not drive myself home. See, I don't want that. I never want that. I got to, I, whenever it comes to predicting that storm, I am the best and worst meteorologist. <laughs> I'm like, guys, there might be a storm. There might not. I don't know. But best to just hunker down, bunker down, stay home, get out of town. Listen, I'm not town. judgmental of people who choose to stay home if they're sick because I envy that. I envy their ability to do that. I think I was criticized growing up of like, you work through it. You don't be a baby. Suck it up. Do it anyway. Like that was how I was raised. And so I have a really hard time, like not just working through pain. Yeah. See, what's weird is both my parents are like that. Yeah. My parents will work through anything. My dad is like, well, I had surgery yesterday, but I think I'm feeling okay. I'll go ahead and go to work. I'm like, nah, dog. I had surgery three weeks ago. I can't go to school. Like, <laughs> yikes. I can't sit in class. That's ridiculous. Maybe you'll get over that when it comes to, like, you have too many expenses that you're responsible for. Maybe. And you know that if you stay home because you have poop cramps, rent's not going to get paid. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? I work in radio. Uh-huh. I can just work from home. Well, now you can. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll you call have to in, work bro. from my home because I have all of your equipment. Yeah. I actually, today, <laughs> because it is COVID season, COVID year, COVID, uh -huh. anyway, people are dying. And, uh, and we're in a pandemic. And I was talking to my new boss, it's a radio job, and um, talking about like voice tracking and stuff from home. She's like, so do you have an in-home studio? I'm like, well, I mean, I can <laughs> have an in-home studio, but honestly, if I'm going to be doing in-home stuff, it's going to be in Rebecca's home because that's where <laughs> all of my good stuff is. Maybe we need to get like double of everything. I've thought about it. Uh, you know... I have a hard time saving money as is, uh -huh. especially whenever I have a legit quote unquote legit reason to spend money. Mm -hmm. I might just buy a bunch of radio equipment. I might get my own roadcaster. I think this one is your own roadcaster. I might get another roadcaster. <laughs> actually, no, I think I have put a lot of thought into this. Actually, if I were to get an in-home studio, I'm going to talk about uh, I'm going to talk about mics until this uh, music bed. This is a one minute, minute music bed. All right. Okay. You have one minute of mic talk. I can I can do that. Starting now. If I were to get an in-home studio, I would probably get a Go XLR Mini. I think it only has like one XLR slot, but hey, it's my home studio. All I need is one XLR slot. And then I would get probably a Rode Pod mic. I think it's just like a hundred bucks, but it's an XLR mic and it's about as good as it gets for that price range. And I feel like a hundred dollars is not bad at all for a solid mic. I don't think I would get like another like three, $400 mic, like this studio mic. Though I would sound great. I just don't really anticipate spending that much money for my home studio. So I'd have that plus the Go XLR and that's pretty much all you need for an in-home studio. I have headphones there. I might get another pair of headphones just because, but I like to buy good headphones for gaming and so I can use them for whatever. But yeah, that, that's about it. So should I need an in-home studio? That's about my setup that I'm looking at. Great timing, Nathan. Thank you. That was so hard to sit quiet during that, but I didn't want to interrupt you because I didn't want to prolong it anymore. It was really hard to only go that into detail. <laughs> There's so many different options out there, Rebecca. Mics are so Okay, cool. the music's over. Okay, 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 okay. So back to poop talk. Okay. Uh, not my poop this time, though. Mm -hmm. A guy died. Oh, my gosh. Of constipation. Recently? In the grand scheme of things, sure. <laughs> it was like, like 
1400 years ago. Yeah, a thousand years ago. We'll see. You know, a thousand to 1400 years Let's ago. Let's be real. Something, Scientists aren't great at dating things. Something like this. So this man's body was found. Where was this at? In Texas. Texas. And his Texas sized poop. His body was like mummified, like very well preserved. And it had something to do with the area that he was in. That's not the important part of the story. What's important here is this man was so constipated that he's been used for several research projects of different like universities have have cut this man open to dig through his his poop and find out why he died. So what they've concluded is that is that he had a condition called you ready for this? Yes. Mega colon. Mega colon, <laughs> colon, colon. It immediately made me think of Dwight Schrute's mega desk when, <laughs> when Pam and Jim were gone and he like compiled all the desks and he had mega desk. Okay, well, this poor dude had mega colon. His colon was like so inflamed, there was very little passageway for the poop to get through. So he ended up there. I can't remember how many pounds of poop they ended up taking out of him, but he was so backed up that nothing could process anymore. Like there was non-digested food waiting at the top of his colon, like hoping for a chance to pass through, but it wasn't happening to make matters worse. um, Researchers found like some plant product in his colon that would normally have like passed through with no big deal. There was so much pressure in this man's body that this plant product was completely crushed, like under the pressure. Like if this man had coal in his system, he would have pooped out diamonds. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. They said that he had to have been in so much pain that he couldn't even walk. Like compacted, compressed. And then they said that in the last days of his life, people were feeding him grasshoppers. Okay, so this is like a thousand to 14 years ago. Apparently, this was a remedy that actually worked when people were constipated. They took the legs off of the grasshoppers and the, the person would eat the grasshoppers because it was like, really juicy like just the body of the grasshopper is really juicy, juicy and, that's the word you're and using easy to digest and it gave him some fluids that could absorb easier if it made it to the colon but this dude was not absorbing any nutrients he was so constipated that nothing was getting through like he would have had somebody would have had to go in there and like chisel this stuff out of his system for him to survive had this happened in this day and age this could a surgery could have taken care of this, but this man died a horrible death of megacolon. This says uh, he had two and a half pounds of poop. See, that doesn't sound like a lot to me. Two and a half pounds. Well, his colon was enlarged six times the normal size. Jeez. So six pounds, I feel like this is a lot. Like a six pounds colon. of right, six pounds of grasshoppers. You know. <laughs> It's a lot of grasshoppers, two, 2. 2.6 pounds. Could you imagine that? Like you were so constipated that thousand, a thousand years later, people are still talking about how constipated you were. And they're, they're just as amazed by it as you were at the time of your death. I, I just, I can't help but think in, in modern times how light you would feel if you had Let's say you have this much feces in your body and you do have to have surgery. That'd be like getting two and a half pounds cut out of your body. You would feel so free. You know, when you have like, I I feel bad we're talking about poop so much. You know, when you have such a great poop that like your pants fit better afterwards. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine having your mega colon cleared of everything that was putting all that pressure. I mean, he would be like skipping down the streets like a kid with a new pair of shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for one thing, he'd be able to walk, you know, that's another thing, bro. You ever have cramps so bad that you can't walk? (laughs) I had to waddle into a Walmart one time and the bathroom was in the back of the store. (laughs) I have been in labor before. So yeah, I've had cramps so bad I couldn't walk. Fair point. Yeah. (laughs) But I still did. 
I mean, I did too. I had to get to the bathroom. <laughs> I made it to work today. You know, this guy thinks he suffered. He didn't have to go to work with his mega colon. He probably did. He probably worked until like he just couldn't move anymore. And then I don't know what he did for a career. What was what was the hot career thousand to fourteen years, fourteen hundred years ago? Uh, I don't know. Grasshopper picking. That wasn't very creative. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I really. Uh, anyway, as I'm reading this story, there. I'm thinking maybe I have mega colon. Do you do that? Like when you read about medical stuff, do you start questioning whether you have that thing? No, I think that's a uh, a condition in and of itself. Yeah, I'm not that at all. I could read something and every single symptom would be like, yes, you have cancer. I'd be like, yeah, I probably don't though. It's eh, probably some lame. My mind goes in a little bit different direction. I'm like, I probably have mega colon, but I'm not going to do anything about it. No, I know I don't have mega colon because I poop a lot. I probably have like 15 diseases that I've identified um, in the last six months, but I'm not going to do anything about them. Just going to let it slide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike this guy, he couldn't. He didn't and have a he choice. He wanted to. He wanted to let it slide. Oh, he would have let it slide. Just wasn't happening. Yeah. What he needed was some coffee, you know? Surely they had coffee back then. This man needed fiber. <laughs> and he wasn't getting it. Well, they plant they found plant fiber. Yeah. So there was some fiber in the grasshoppers. There had to have been some fiber with them. Yeah, he needed he needed more. I think the grasshoppers probably had more protein though. Yeah, and they were juicy, so also the moisture. That just sounds, I'm, I'm imagining, have you seen Lion King 2? Okay, yeah, I know what you're about to talk about. Whenever they're like squeezing yep. the butt, mm-hmm. yeah, Timon and Pumbaa. Yep. Slimy, crunchy, slimy, yep. crunchy, mm-hmm. slimy, crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah, anyway, you want to talk about more poop? Yeah. Uh, there was a lady who had a bunch of packages stolen, so she filled one of them with poop, and then it got stolen as well. Okay, so pro tip, porch pirates, it's a big thing right now. Yeah. Yeah, you work for Amazon. Yes. You don't deal with, with the department where you get a phone call because their their item is missing from their porch. Yeah, we don't deal with pirates at my location, <laughs> specifically. This sounds like fun, though. I'd like to work in the porch pirate department. Yeah. Our maybe nice, and then they could all like dress as pirates. No, I think you would have to dress as like the uh, the pirate police, the pirate police, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would be, um, who are the redcoats and pirates of the Caribbean? The English the, people, the British, the British people. I think so. Oi, why did you put down the package, mate? That's not your package, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's almost as good as my pirate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I For one thing, porch pirate's probably scum of the earth. Oh, my gosh. Scum of the earth, right? <laughs> um, so, you know, you you, you you do something poopy, you get something poopy in, in return. This poor lady, she lives on a really busy street. She actually lives in Ontario, so she doesn't even live here, but... Um, she lives on a really busy street where this happens to her quite frequently. She has like the ring doorbell with the camera so she can see if this is happening. But, um, she's put specifically on her Amazon package labels, like ring the doorbell when you get here so that she can come straight to the door and get her package. Mm -hmm. But some Amazon delivery peoples are not ringing the doorbell. Yeah, they don't. That's when her package gets stolen. So this time she's like, I'm going to give them a little surprise. I'm going to... Throw some poop in the box and they're going to regret stealing this. So um, 40 minutes later, dang, somebody steals it off her porch. Good it on video. It happens to be like the same guy that's stolen several packages. I guess nobody's catching him, even though they've got multiple videos in the neighborhood of him stealing packages. Pirate police but, is lacking. But then there's like, what does he do? He opens a box and he's like, it's poop. So then he just leaves it. Like, oh, gross. Dang it. No, I watched a video this last year of like how to get back these porch pirates. This was 
genius. Like this will really teach them a lesson. Like if that poop doesn't explode out of the box and ruin Mm. everything around you, you have not taught them a lesson. So you want like a spring in the bottom of the box. So when they open it, poop in your face, pink eye. So this, there was this guy that was having the same type of problems as this lady in Ontario. And so he set up like a glitter bomb, like he constructed a glitter bomb. And he did a very good job. Like he even put like a little fan in there so it would spin. So like the glitter didn't just like poof out of the box. It exploded out of the box in Mm -hmm. like all directions. Like he made sure this reached several feet in every direction. And then he wasn't just satisfied with knowing that somebody opened his glitter bomb box and was like completely smothered in glitter and maybe everything around them was covered in glitter. He wanted to see the evidence. So he put a cell phone in there and recorded it, but he had the phone connected to his phone. So when the phone activated, when the box opened, the phone activated and he could watch the video live (laughs) as this crook was opening the glitter bomb. And so the guy who ended up getting it drove to like a parking garage. So he goes to open the package in his car and the entire interior of his car covered in the glitter bomb. No, no, no. I bet that dude thinks twice before stealing packages off porches. That was uh, Mark Rober was the guy who put that all together. He was a NASA scientist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good video. Dude is a genius. And he did it multiple times too. Like there's uh, multiple lessons. Yeah. And you start to think like, why are people still stealing this guy's packages? He's got like a million followers on YouTube. Because they don't know where he lives. And it's a package on a porch. And it's a different guy. Unless it was the same guy. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine falling (laughs) for that twice? He's like, wow, this has really similar shape and weight. (laughs) Huh. Oh, well. I can't remember what that last package was anyway. Yeah, just don't do it. I was actually asked today um, at my new job (laughs) um, because I work at Amazon. The same thing was brought up of my boss. She was like, so we leave instructions. Actually, she, she said they have one of those Amazon like garage door openers where the delivery people can open up your garage door, put it in the garage, and then close the garage door. Apparently, that's a thing. I didn't. I knew that. Like it, They had talked about it being a thing. Like They could even get into your house. Mm-hmm. And put it in your house. I didn't know this was actually happening. Yeah. But she said not everybody does it. She's like, some people just leave it out there in plain daylight for anybody to come and steal. She said she hasn't dealt with anybody stealing their packages, fortunately. But they have precautions to make sure that doesn't happen. And whenever people don't actually use that. So she was asking me, like, why is it that some people do and some people don't? There's no real answer. Some people are just lazy. Just they're humans and some people decide they want to and some people decide they don't. We have a dog that likes to tear up anything and everything in the yard. uh, And that includes packages. And because I have many siblings and for some reason they like all have packages coming to our house specifically. um, There's a lot of packages coming to our house all the time. I mean, it's like an everyday thing. We get two or three packages. Amazon's like, not this house. Yeah, like, what the heck is your guys' deal? Could you at least live closer to the street? (laughs) Um, Yeah, they have to drive like a mile inland. Yeah, it's ridiculous. We're out in the country on a farm, and our driveway is like three miles long. That's not true. I think it's four. (laughs) Feels like it. Um, But anyway, we have a bench that has a... It's a bench... But it's also a chest. Whoop. And we have instructions on the delivery. Hey, put it in this white chest so that the dog doesn't chew it up. And not everybody does that. Some people just still leave it on the porch. They're probably thinking not so the dog doesn't chew it up. They probably think you're requesting that so it doesn't get stolen. And they're like, dude, you're out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Nobody's taking this. Like, package. what is wrong with you? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Um. You know that like cool little echo thing that you have in the studio here? Yeah. It tells me when my packages arrive. Really? Like as soon as they arrive, it like dings and then says your package is here. 
And I quickly leave my studio and run up to the front door and grab my package. <laughs> what? I had no idea it does. Can I have it back? No, it's so cool. I didn't know it did that. No, we've become really good friends. I'm not going to say her name right now, but we spend a lot of time together during the day and she helps me with my work all day. So does that mean you have hooked up my Echo Dot? It's not an Echo Dot. It's an Echo Show. It's got uh -huh. a screen on it. Yeah. To your Amazon you account? You hooked it up to my Amazon I account. That actually, I You're do think I did that. You're the one who did yeah. everything. Uh, yeah, I set it up for you, didn't I? I uh -huh. forgot about that. Yeah. Shoot. I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> um. Yeah, anyway. Oh, my gosh. What? Okay. So we were just talking about this lady taking things into her own hand with the poop uh -huh. box. And, th and then we talked about Mark Rober and we started talking about all that stuff. Remember uh -huh. that? That just happened five minutes ago? There was a different story, totally unrelated to everything we've just been talking about, but it's absolutely gnarly. Also a little bit sad. It has nothing to do with poop. It has nothing to do with poop. I think we've cleared all of our poop top topics. Uh -huh. Pooped them I out. think we're done. Yeah. Okay. So Nathan sent me this article. Here's the title. She stalked her daughter's killers across Mexico one by one. So Nathan, Nathan sends me this article, and a lot of the articles he sends me are very short, like takes me like maybe three minutes to read. This one, I got so wrapped up in the story of it. Like, it's like a movie, the way this thing plays out. I think I laid on the floor for like 20 minutes reading this. I even had to start skipping through because I knew we still needed to record the podcast, but I was so caught up in this story. So I'm, I'm not going to read it. I am going to summarize, which means I'm not going to share the names and stuff because there's a lot of complicated names. This happened in Mexico. I'm not good with Spanish. There's a lot of those names in there. Rodriguez, I think, is the easiest one. Oh, no, her daughter's name was Karen. That was also pretty simple. <laughs> okay, so this happened in Mexico. It actually happened a while back. Back. And I think like in 2012 or something like that, don't quote me on the dates here. Here's basically what's going on. So in Mexico, the government, the police system, all of that stuff is really broken down and the cartel has taken over in certain places of Mexico. They're doing these things like they, they kidnap people and they hold them for ransom and not even like for wealthy families. Like this is just, they... They find somebody who has a business or something. They kidnap their child, ask them to pay ransom, and then they don't return the child. They ask for more money. There's actually companies in Mexico that will loan families ransom money. Like, this is such a thing that there's companies that these families can borrow from. Like, it's literally insane. And there's so many of these kids kidnapped and taken away for the cartel. There's mass graves of like hundreds of people. And I'm not just talking about like seven and eight year olds. This girl, her name was Karen. She was 20 years old. Mm. She was on her way to work and she actually got cornered in traffic. Her mom was not living at the house that week because she worked at um, as a housekeeper in Texas every once in a while. And so... The cartel, which you learn later in the story, her cousins were a part of the cartel. So they were like the insiders of this crazy cousins. And so they know that the mom is out of town. They corner the girl. They have her like bound up in her own home. The family mechanic shows up to like fix the vehicle and the mechanic gets kidnapped too because what? he's a witness now. The mechanic ends up getting away eventually. And the mechanic is key to giving like any clues that he knows about who has kidnapped this girl. So the parents, they pay the ransom. They say after they pay the ransom, then the kidnappers are like, no, we need more. They're using this money to, to fund their cartel war. So they, they're trying to get more money from the family. The family gets another loan. They give the money. The girl's still not coming back. The mother ends up arranging to meet with this head cartel guy because she finds out like how to get a hold of him from the mechanic that escapes from it. So she meets with the head cartel guy who has like a walkie talkie on his hip. And while they're meeting, somebody says his name, which is Sama during the meeting. That's the only clue that she has 
to who has kidnapped her daughter. She does not get her daughter back. So she goes to the police and they're like, you have to do something. Well, the police can't do anything. Like the police are taken over by the cartel. And so the mom decides I'm going to take this into my own hands. She tries to track down all of these people who kidnapped her daughter. In the meantime, she, they get like one kid who's younger cornered and she like really feels bad for the kid because he got taken into this cartel like early on. And she kind of like mothers him in a way to like try to get information out of him. Like she gives him food and stuff. And, and he finally gives up some, some information of where this mass grave is at, takes her there. They end up finding the femur of her daughter. Oof. Like there's like bones everywhere. She said it looked like a slaughter scene, like, bones of various sizes and some bones shattered. There was like a noose hanging. I mean, it's just the the whole situation, like walking into that had to have been like so discouraging. And then she finds like some of her daughter's belongings in this house that's that's on the property. And so then that's why they search even deeper and they find her daughter's femur is there that which confirms her daughter's dead. So now she's like even more on a mission of like these men killed my daughter i'm going to find them so several of them end up in prison not because they were caught for murdering her daughter is from other offenses but this one main guy sama she ends up like totally changing her identity pretends to like take on the persona of some of other people she has like bright red hair now, which she didn't have before. Like she totally disguises herself. She befriends family members of his to try to get information out of them. Like she starts working on the inside to find him. She tracked him for over a year. She finds out like he's selling flowers on the border. Like he's a florist. He's selling flowers on the border just to try to survive right now. He's been in hiding for a while. This woman is searching, like she's hunting him down and he knows that she's hunting him down because he's, he's, she's gotten close a couple times and he's ran. So she, she finds out he's selling the flowers. So she goes to try to apprehend him, but she gets too close and he sees her. No. So he takes off running, but she doesn't let him get away. She catches him, fights him wrestles him to the ground, presses a gun into his back and holds him there for an hour until police arrived. Like this woman was not playing. This man killed her daughter and she was not letting him go. Now she didn't kill him. She just held him there till the police got him and, and then he got taken to prison. But so she, everybody that, that they're aware of, I think 10 people end up, they're all in the same prison. Um, this guy is serving sentence for killing her daughter. So she goes on living her life. She has other children. So one day she finds out that several of these men have escaped from the prison. And so she goes to the police and she asks for security which they deny because they just don't have the manpower to offer security for her. And one day she's walking into the house. She's in the, in the front yard and one of them pulls up and shoots her in the back and kills her. She, the mom. Yes. And the dad was inside the house. He went out to the front yard, found her face down in the lawn with her hand gripping her gun inside of her purse. Isn't that horrible? What's the heck? I know it's horrible. Oh my gosh. Yes, but like a movie needs to be made about like all this woman did to track all these men down because like the cartel is a really scary thing. And like even the the government is scared to like go after them because you don't know who's working for who. And the fact that she faced such a huge organization like this and took so many of them down, like, like they were, they wanted her head. Like, I'm surprised that she made it as long as she did. And that's really sad to say, but for, for how infiltrated that area is with the cartel that she survived that long after affecting that many people. Yeah, dude. Holy cow. 
Yeah. And the story went on. There was like a whole nother kidnapping case that was very similar to that. And that child ended up dead too. And that kid, they lured him through Facebook. Like they um, had like a image of a girl, like used some girl's picture and stuff and like flirted with him on Facebook and got him to meet her in the park. But when he was at the park, the cartel ended up coming and taking him and then asking his family for a ransom. That's insane, dude. Yeah, and he's a bunch dead. of scumbags. Mm-hmm. I was gonna suggest that the movie title just be whatever the Spanish word for "taken" is, uh-huh. but that turns out to be "tomada." So <laughs> maybe "tomada." Yeah, maybe not, unless it's unless it's the masculine version, "tomado," which is just "tomato." So probably not that. Maybe something <laughs> something else. But I mean, enough tomatoes and tomatoes, you get a little sores in your mouth. So that could be that could be something, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what they'd call that. That's insane, though. That's nuts. That's more it nuts was, than I anticipated. It was just a really crazy story. Like when when it said that she got shot in the back, I was like, no. Like I wanted to scream, no. Like I'm I, sure she did too. I didn't want it to end like that. Yeah, but holy. Like, So many people had moved out of the area because this is just, it's overtaken. But some people, their entire livelihood is is there. Like, that's where their business is and their home. And they can't afford to go someplace else. And just makes me really sad and thankful that as bad as things seem here right now, it's not like that. Yeah. You know what? You guys might have to deal with the HOA, but at least you don't have to deal with the (laughs) cartel. That HOA. I have a love-hate relationship with the HOA. I think everybody does. Some people just yeah. have a hate-hate relationship with them, though. Uh, my son has a hate-hate relationship with yeah. them. I don't know of anybody who has a love-love relationship with them, though. That's no? the thing. And who wants to be, like, on the board of an HOA? It's it's like putting a, si- a target on your back, you know? Yeah. And who wants to deal with, it? like, having to correct all the people in the neighborhood? It just doesn't like, seem fun. nobody's happy to see you. I bet it's all old people. Cranky Older. old people older people that want things the way they want things. Yeah. Do not want my son fixing his car in the driveway. Yeah, like, what the heck? I mean, I get it. I get that, like, you know, it might not look good. Who cares? It's your house. Well, You're paying yeah, for it. But That's just bizarre. Property, property value stuff. HOA, the HOA is like paying somebody else for your neighbors to not be inconvenienced. We also get a pool, too. So we have a pool. Well, but we don't have to clean it or maintain it or anything. They do. Ah, that builds personality. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm going to tell you next time you complain about having to clean out the pool. I don't have to clean out the pool anymore. My little sister married somebody who likes to suck up to my dad. So oh, it works. Okay. Yeah. No, Tucker, you're sorry, great. Tucker. I love you. Welcome to the family. Um, that won't last very long. That's what I thought. But the man just likes. They've only been married for a year. I know. But here's the thing, right? Here's my problem with that. He's already one, right? Like, you got the girl. You're uh-huh. in the family. We're Christians. It's not like she's going to divorce you for being a dirtbag. You have to do something, like, really worth divorce, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> Roughly uh-huh. is how that works. So what's the point of, of being nice to my parents now? Maybe because he, he wants to... He wants that approval. Nah, dude. As, listen, as soon as I find somebody to marry, what, like freaking wedding day. All right. In-laws. See ya. Oh, that is Don't expect so anything from me. You stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, uh, maybe I'll just leave town. That way I don't have to talk to anybody ever. Yeah, again. that's not happening. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Good though. You never know what's going to happen in the future. What if I leave the country? What if I go to Mexico to fight the cartel? Yeah, no. You know, or porch pirates. Um, I mean, you might fight porch pirates by standing on your porch and shouting in a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to have to be over 40 before that starts happening. Do I, though? Wearing your New Balance shoes and your socks hey, pulled up. you can't even knock New Balance anymore. They got some cool-looking shoes. You know, my son is a total sneakerhead, and he was watching a show the other day, and they were showing all these cool New Balance, and I was like, oh, those, those are cool. And I was like, oh, I never thought I was going to say that. Yep. Welcome to 40. But, like, in general, <laughs> but, like, in general, no. Yeah. 
like only the really expensive, like special edition New Balances that are made for the youngins. Those are the cool ones. The ones that you can buy for like $70 that have like a number to them. Those aren't cool. Oh, what? Do you mean the ones in the Walmart shoe aisle? Does Walmart sell New Balance? I don't know. They probably don't. No. Payless, maybe? No. Does Payless mm-hmm. still exist? Nope. Doesn't even exist anymore. Oh. Where do you get New Balance? I guess the New Balance store, huh? The New Balance store, you can go to JCPenney's or oh. Dillard's. Or you, can, you can get New Balance Macy's at JCPenney's. You can get or... jeans, shirts, and shoes in the same place. And a suit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why is there... Why is that shocking to you? Why is there any other sh- uh, clothes store other than JCPenney? Oh, my gosh. You know? They're so close to greatness. They just have to buy everybody else out. Or they have to sell better products. No, because better products are expensive. You can't do that. That one's right out. Do you shop at JCPenney's? I used to. And you don't anymore. Because I can't stand your ridicule. (laughs) Hey, I showed you where you can get clothes that have a better fit. That are even less expensive than JCPenney. Yeah, and now I'm wearing these tight freaking pants that pull my leg hairs. Do you know how uncomfortable tight pants are for dudes? You don't. How would I know that? I was literally going to ask earlier. I was going to say, Rebecca, you know whenever you're like wearing tight pants and it like starts pulling your thigh hairs? No, No. you don't. I shave my legs. I'm thinking about it now. While it's winter time, I would probably shave my legs. I don't shave my legs because I'm afraid that they'll grow back thicker. And I know that's like a myth or whatever, but I believe it Have wholeheartedly. You seen Zac- I'm sorry about Elvis, by the way. Have you seen Zacchaeus's legs? Are they hairy? They are very hairy. He had to shave his legs a lot when he was a swimmer. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of wiry. Yeah, see, I don't want that. Yeah. My leg hairs you'll are have curly. To, you'll have to look at his leg hairs and see how you feel <laughs> This is a, a very strange I topic. I don't think his I don't think his leg hairs ever grew back normal. Yeah, I I, I don't think it's worth the risk. Like I shave for- my arms and that's cool. Like you can't tell. Like when it grows back, you can't tell that it's been shaved. It's still weird to me that you shave your arms. Yeah, well, I like my arms shaved. Next thing you know, you're you're gonna tell me you shave your armpits too. Yeah, gross. Yeah, no, it's not it's not worth it to me. I'll just wear sweatpants or something. But even some tight sweatpants, you know, just tight pants in general. <laughs> Those dudes who wear uh, like tights, uh-huh. like spandex, bro, I don't know if it's worth it. You asked for joggers for Christmas, right? Yes. Because they're way more comfy, like at work, whenever uh-huh. I got to bend up and down constantly, constantly moving. Joggers and, are way more comfortable. And like the than only pants. joggers you have right now are too short on you. Like you've been wearing the same pair for like five years. Uh, it's probably been five years. Yeah. 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 I hope you get those joggers. Me too. You wore a pair of my son's joggers once. They were very comfortable. They were like really expensive ones. Yeah, no, here's the problem, all right? You guys, Rebecca, no, the Crockett's have such expensive taste uh-huh. in clothes. We do. And yeah. I get this false perception that that's normal. <laughs> and then I go home thinking, wow, those are really comfy. I should get some of those. And I look them up online. And it's like, I'm sorry, 80 bucks for a pair of sweatpants? Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? No, it's not worth that. My son, he didn't tell me a lot of the things he wanted for Christmas. So when he would tell me one thing, I was like, I'm getting that one thing for him because he didn't give me much to choose from. So he had texted me and said, hey, I was at Champs at the mall the other day and they had vintage Nike ones. So what do you assume that is? Um... The first pair of Nikes ever made. Okay, so like I'm, these leather shoes. I'm thinking it's vintage Nike ones. Okay, so some vintage Nike shoes. So probably go, look like New Balance. Maybe. So I go into Champs and I go up to the guy who's working there and I'm like, "So my son said he was in this weekend and he found a pair of vintage Nike ones. Can, do, can you help me with that?" And he's like, "Ma'am." I'm going to need more information than that. What are you looking for? And I'm like, I don't know. And I like show him the text. <laughs> I'm like, this is the information he gave me. And he's like, I don't know what you're even talking about. And he's like, what kind of shoes does he like? I'm like, oh, he's like a sneakerhead. And he's like, 
you're not going to find what he's looking for here. You need to go downtown. He's telling me where to go. And I was like, no, 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 no. I know about that place. He said he saw them here. So I, I end up leaving because the guy has no idea what I'm talking about. I feel like an idiot because all I can say is vintage Nike once. Like I have no other information. I text my son. I'm like, I need more information from you. So he's like, here, I'll text you pictures. So he texts me pictures and it's like this picture of this guy in these blue sweatpants and he's got these white shoes on. So I'm like trying to zoom in the shoes and then he sends me another picture, but it only has the sweatpants in the picture. And I was like, wait, are these just sweatpants? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, they're the vintage Nike ones. Oh, okay. But like, right. it wasn't like number one. He was saying the vintage Nike ones, you know? Right. You saw those ones over there. The, the vintage, vintage Nike the vintage, ones? Yeah, the vintage Nike ones. Yeah. Yeah. So vintage. That's what he was trying to say. So it was a pair of blue sweatpants that were like vintage Nike sweatpants. He, I'm, oh, oh, wow. My brain just vomited. <laughs> you mean to tell me he texted you, I want the vintage Nike ones, literally meaning the ones that are vintage Nike? Yeah. This is why you have to teach your kids proper grammar so that they know what words to capitalize so it's easy to read their texts. So I went back and the guy wasn't even there that I had talked to earlier. So I couldn't even like clear things up because he's probably still like beating his brains out trying to figure out like what the heck I was talking about. I find the sweatpants. They're like $75 Jeez. for a pair of sweatpants. And I was literally like, I don't care. I'm getting them for him because like you guys are so posh. No, because I couldn't figure out what else to get him. Yeah. My uncle Timmy wears sweatpants like these. (laughs) I think they're from the nineties. Yeah. Wear those around in his house slippers. They are pretty cool. He's wearing some Nike shoes with them. Look at the bottom of the leg. It's really, it's got like patterns on it. And yeah, I feel like the pattern isn't vintage Nike. I don't know. I don't think people had, I don't think people discovered how to put patterns on sweatpants until uh, more recently. I oh. think that's a new technology. Nathan, all I know is they're the vintage Nike ones. You know, the vintage Nike ones. That's so bizarre. No, I I can't spend that much on sweatpants. And also, I have learned over the years, now granted, I'm a little bit older than your uh, son, mm-hmm. but I have learned if I am going to ask anybody for anything if they don't know ahead time, of time, anywhere, ex- like if I can't show place. them in person the thing that I'm talking about, I will send them screenshots. I will send them like the exact title. I might even send them a link to the Amazon, but mm-hmm. then I'll specify, hey, you, links like, help. Don't buy this off Amazon. This is just a link to show you exactly what it is. Just mm-hmm. go get it in store. It'll be easier and probably cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I have to do with my my family. I was very specific with my husband of what to get me for Christmas this year because he famously overspends on me. No matter what I say is the limit, he goes out and gets whatever he wants. And I told him the greatest gift to me this year is to not overspend. I just don't want him to overspend. Like I really- Hold on. You just said you bought your son a 75. Listen. You just said you bought your son a $75 pair of sweatpants. Listen, each one of us has a $200 limit for Christmas. We, I, I can spend $200 on each person in my family. But I already know you went over that budget. Barely. Barely. Okay, we got the Xbox for Grace. I hope she doesn't listen to this. I don't think she will. We got the Xbox for Grace, but we got it for like 175 Really? You talked them down? It was already such a good deal. Isn't that what it was? Or was it 180 It was 180 Okay, $5. No, okay, it was 180 then. Guys, she got an I, Xbox One X. For 180 bucks. That's and, insane. And then you bought her the remote. It's a controller. The remote is for TVs. <laughs> you bought her the controller. And then I got her like a poster. And I don't even remember what else I got. Oh, I, and I got her a pair of pajamas. Okay, hold on. So I didn't go over. Yes, you did. Unless everything that you just mentioned was under 20 bucks each. The poster was 10. Okay. And then you got her a pair of $10 sweatpants. I got a pair of pajamas. $10 pajamas? You know the girl doesn't wear a lot, so hers didn't cost Ooh. that much. 
<laughs> like she wears like the little boxer shorts and All right. like a bralette. T- TMI, I think. I think that's probably, <laughs> we don't need to talk about your teenage daughter anymore. Um, let's talk about uh, The Office instead. Can we just, <gasps> yes. oh my gosh, let's just get out oh of here. Oh my gosh, how much time do I have to talk about this? Five minutes, basically. Okay. I am finishing up the last season of The Office right now. I think I have like eight episodes left to go. At the end of the year, The Office is gone from Netflix. I understand there's other places I can find it. I can get like the the DVD set or whatever if mm-hmm. I want to. But I really enjoyed just the the ease of it being on Netflix. I just watch it over and over and over again. Like this is probably and like no joke, like the seventh or eighth time I've watched The Office from beginning to end. I just I watch it like every night before I go to bed. I watch one or two episodes. I just love the show. Well, it's going away, but it's going to show up on NBCU's Peacock starting next month. Gross, dude. So the, they just, NBC just started the streaming service. It's not very expensive. It's like $4. If you want commercials, it's like $10 a month if um, you don't want commercials. I, I'm annoyed with all the different streaming services because it's basically like cable again. Like if you want, if, if every place is taking their own shows and then you can't go to just one place to get your shows, we basically are buying into cable if we're like paying for all these separate streaming services. So I'm just annoyed by it. However... They are doing something cool with The Office on this um, NBCU's streaming service. They're putting like all of like the extras and never seen before footage and deleted scenes and things like that, which Nathan, I know, I know those things are on YouTube, but they're going to package it in a very simple way where you're watching the show and it's just going to seamlessly flow into like watching these extras and deleted scenes and like nope. extensions of the show nope. that you haven't seen before. Nope. And I like the idea of just not even having to think about it. I tried explaining this to you before. You can find all of that on YouTube right now. But I gotta look for it. Rebecca, I've seen scenes of The Office that you didn't even know existed because I go through well, the YouTube. Well, I've seen scenes of The Office that you don't know existed because I've watched it all the way through from beginning to end on multiple occasions. So it's an even bigger deal that there's some scenes that you don't even know exist. Like, I love listening to The Office Ladies podcast because they tell, like, all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, I'm so into The Office that, like, any other extra stuff that I can get from it makes me so excited like and go on the youtube yay! channel and go on the youtube channel i'm not gonna buy this nbc use but i'm also in disbelief that it's not gonna be on netflix anymore it's not because clearly i know but just I here's know. i don't know what i'm gonna do just buy the series outright like on what I don't know. You can get it on Google, though it's $30 a season. Uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous because there's like five, uh, eight, eight seasons. It's been so easy to 13 just have on Netflix. Why are they doing this to us? And during a pandemic. Because they want your money. Can Rebecca. they just give us some more time? I need the office during a pandemic. Well, if you look back, they have given you much, much more time because they were going to take it off in like 2018, 2019, 2020. Like every year, it's like, the office going off Netflix now. I need more time now. Speaking of which... Mm-hmm. By 2022, uh, Disney Plus is anticipated to have the same numbers of subscribers as Netflix does. I thought about canceling my Disney Plus because I don't use it very often. And then I realized you're watching it. Yeah, but I got siblings <laughs> I can mooch off of. It's not that big of a deal. And if I want to watch like a princess movie, I've got to keep it for that. Right. Or The Mandalorian. You can watch The Mandalorian. It's about as boring as any other Star Wars. After your no, thrilling review, I'm more not really boring. interested. Yeah, there's like two or three good episodes out of each season, which there's only two I seasons. Know so that's not other that are going to hate you for saying that. Bring it on! I grew up with Star Wars. This is boring. And they, okay, you know what? No, that's a spoiler. But yeah, anyway, I just Let don't us like. Let us know on our Discord. Like, do you agree with Nathan? Yeah. Is it boring? Do you like it? it what, what's your honest opinion on it? We want to know. How do they? How do they get up on our Discord? <laughs> Oh, uh, I'll just post the link on our Facebook because I'm going to open up to the public. Sounds good. So that everybody, it's like a constant conversation with everybody. It's great. 
You can contact us personally there and give us game suggestions and uh, topic suggestions or post. You know what? I'm not even going to say that. Somebody posted a picture of a spider and some earmuffs today. Thanks for that. Uh, regardless. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put Friday's the link on Friday's a big show. Facebook. It's our Christmas show. Yes. We're well, going to open the Christmas presents that we got for each other, and then we're going to announce some things to you guys that are very exciting that you definitely don't want to miss. So yeah. be there, 8 o'clock, live stream. On Facebook Live. Yes. But until then, thank you so much for listening. If you got any shock therapy topics, 816-787-1511. That'll be the first podcast episode of 2021. Ooh. So be sure you listen to and that. And we'll have a couple videos for you in the meantime. Yep. But until then, my name's Nathan. I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.